What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we are coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief in an effort to send biblical truth. And what better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm Caleb Pearson. Across the table from me yet again, uh, Mark Francis. What's up, Caleb? How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. Good to see you here early on this Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then joining us for the first time, Alicia Battaglia. Alicia, how are you? I'm well. Good. Good Thank you for being on with us. Thank you. Absolutely. Have you ever been up in this podcast booth before this right now? This is my first time. Is it a lot to take in? It's a lot to take yeah. in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's cool. It's cool having all these lights and this camera in our face. Um, as you guys know, we're coming at you each and every week. Uh, you can find us on YouTube and podcast services all over the place and interact with us as well on the website, fbcva.life slash Sherman Spotlight. Uh, but this is just going to be an opportunity for us to uh, discuss the weekend, the sermon specifically. Uh, but before we do that, I, I figured we'd give our listeners a chance to know Alicia a little bit better. Um, so she is not Mark Carey. She is not Mark Carey, if you no. couldn't tell. Um, and, and also, Mark, yeah. I, I have Marky Markdown packed for him. I, do you want a specific intro? Do you no. want a pun of any kind? No. Okay. I, I, I'm known to be the not funny one in our family. <laughs> okay. So if yeah. there's... And I know, it, I know it's early, so it's like, very don't, early, don't mess with thing. me. Call me by my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call okay. me by my name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that can be the joke. I, sure. I, I do have a coffee with me. Did you bring a coffee or anything? No, I already you're had just, my coffee. You're fueled by the word, yes. as Mark Carey would say. Okay, <laughs> Mark, you're, you're not and drinking you're not coffee. You're fueled by just life. Yeah, life yeah. in general. It's great. Um, so I don't personally like coffee, and apparently neither does he. I don't drink coffee. I like coffee. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. I do. Black. Yikes. Yeah. Really? Black coffee. I guess it's cheaper and but easier. If you don't like way. it, then why do you drink it, Caleb? Well, uh, well, it's it's a hot chocolate. Oh, basically, he comes in here with the it's Dunkin a persona. Donuts. Yeah, yeah, it's a persona of coffee. I've been called out on it before. Okay, but all right. Anyway, um, yeah. So before we dive into a little bit of a Sunday in review, uh, I figured um, at least it'd be cool to hear what what's your FBC story. What has it been like for your family to get kind of assimilated into church life uh, and, and serve? Well, um, we moved here five years ago from the Blacksburg, Christiansburg area. And um, our, at first, uh, we actually, the realtor who helped us to buy our house, uh, she attends FBC. And oh, wow. uh, she invited us to come, but we were a little put off by the size of the church. We're like, no, <laughs> we're kind of more small church people. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but after... About three months of uh, being in the area, we decided to visit, and um, it happened to be on the Sunday of the luncheon for mm. you know new new folks, and so we were able to go and uh, hear about the church and um, what you all believed and uh, the different. Uh, mm avenues that there were and we found out about f3 which is downstairs sure, yeah. which is uh for fellowship yeah three. fellowship yeah. three yeah, yeah, yeah. down in the basement and so that's a smaller <clears throat> avenue mm. uh for the worship service and um so we visited the next sunday down in f3 and we've been there ever since plug for all the f3 people uh-huh yep. yeah yeah so you're an f3 squad member too yeah you're always, <laughs> you're founding, always down there founding member yeah. yes uh -huh. Yeah, so we like it I've downstairs. Heard good <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're kind of our own little okay. space down there. Um, so we have um, my husband and I. We have five kids, and um, they have all been able to plug in, totally. in their places. Um, though my daughter, she's married now, so she's out of the house. Um, mm. But we um, 
Yeah, so one of the highlights for Andy and I um, is small group. We mm. um, found a small group, which uh, yeah. we really appreciate and That's are awesome. glad to be a part of. So Super cool. And you guys are in the same community group, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's passively saying that. Yeah, yeah. she likes <laughs> our community group. I love it. Yes. No, I mean, it's something that's neat. So being able to get here to be a part of the podcast reviews the sermon and highlights yeah. different things and adds applications. And that's exactly what we do the night before that we get a chance to yeah. meet here and talk. And um, it, it adds a lot of value to what the sermon brings. Mm. Um, it, it allows for questions to be brought up. It allows for um, people to interact and discuss kind of what they learned, which you actually hear other things than just right, what you thoughts. might have gleaned. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 very similar to what we're going to be able to do here and bring some even the questions from our community group yeah. can be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. It, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And in talking with both of you planning for today's episode, I realized you, you guys have a community group the night before we record. I have it the night after. Uh, and so it would be cool to to see how the Lord can work through that and basically get, you know, get a different take, get a better perspective on what people are thinking. And, and even as, as we have Mark on, he'll say like, yeah, I need to elaborate on this. Or, yeah, I've had a lot of people ask me about this. Let me clarify that. So, And I got to say, we, we need to maybe get with Mark a little bit because he seems to be a little scared to dig in deep. And, <laughs> man, let me tell you, I mean, I think people dig it up. Yeah. They, they love and, hearing him get into all the different sure. weeds of these things, especially well, even last week's podcast. It's admirable, especially, you know, I'm sitting here with my iPad and then he brings his library and he's horizontal and vertical across his table. Like, here we go. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's, there's been a loose structure. I mean, sometimes these podcasts are 25 minutes. Sometimes we're pushing 45. It, it, you know, you can go anywhere once you open this book. So that's super cool. Um, but yeah, that's awesome to hear your story. I didn't know uh, some of that. I have your son, Simeon, in my small group. So it's been super fun to, to get he to know him. He loves you very and, much. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, they, they keep me on my toes. Um, and I, I don't drink coffee now, but going into youth ministry, it's only a matter of time. You right. know what I mean? Coffee so, and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's my life. Um, all right, guys. Well, why don't we jump into a Sunday in review? Um, we've been reading out a Romans, so we'll, we'll go ahead to the Romans 2 passage here. Um, Mark has already kind of talked about the, de- the idea of the depraved sinner earlier on in Romans. Uh, and then a moral sinner, and now this idea of religious sinners also needing to be be, uh, beware of of how they're acting, what they're kind of um, putting their identity and their purpose in. So uh, I'll just kind of open up the floor right away to what might have stood out to you guys uh, from the sermon Sunday morning. For me, I'll tell you, I mean, you don't think that there's much difference of that kind of moral sinner of what's up there in the top part of the chapter. Sure. And then when you hear Mark unpacking, I mean, essentially he read through the passage twice. You, you see, oh, it's starting to really now even hit more home. Hmm. And especially when he swap out that name Jew and apply Christian to it. Right. Um, yeah, that that's where it really starts to dig a little deep hmm. and, and hmm. make you really feel, oh, wow, this is potentially even speaking even more to me right hmm. now. You know, and it's something that I, I hate doing, but I feel myself doing it all the time is that when you hear a good sermon and you're like, oh, that person needs that sermon. <laughs> right. You know, that, oh, yeah. that's I hope they were there. That yeah. I need to send this sermon to that person. Well, no, yeah. this is this, this is where it hits home hmm. and really speaks to me personally. Hmm. And yet it is talking about the justification aspect of, of life. But still, to, to have it ring true and to go down the list of all these things, uh, 
you know, do you not teach to each other? You know, and hmm. do you preach that one should not steal? Do you say that one should not commit adultery? Goes down the list, and yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I may do some of those things, and I may not do others, but man, that's starting to really get deep. Yeah, I think that's really good, and just that idea of, you know, oh, I'm so glad uh, Mark addressed that, or the church is talking about that, because there's a lot of people that need to hear that. Right, that whole idea of, well, you you're going to need to hear it too, to some form or fashion. Um, so I just love the, even the way he started too, he, I, I think he kind of said something where this is normally the part of the sermon where I say, get out your Bibles and turn to this page and we're going to read it. So get out your Bibles and turn to this page and we're going to read it. And then Do he just it. reads, he just goes. So it's, it's meaty. There's a lot there. Um, I don't know, Alicia, if anything stood out to you as well. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, Mark said that Paul is basically on a sting operation and, um, mm. you know, reading through this passage, I definitely felt the sting. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I did, like you, Mark, really appreciated how he, you know, encouraged us to insert the word Christian from verse 17 to, you know, in the place mm. of Jew. Um, mm. Because uh, this all applies to all of us. Um, and mm. we're in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Um, especially if we look towards what the church is doing now. I mean, the church as a whole, sure, but also Fellowship Bible Church specifically with the identity and sexuality focus. Any pursuit or endeavor we have of holiness has got to be paired with that humility and that awareness of it is, it is not us. Um, it, it's not what we can do for God. That's a religion. It's what, what Jesus already did for us and what God can do you know, yep. in us, for us, and through us. Um, I think that's huge. Have you guys read the screw tape letters? Yes. Before? Okay. Yeah. He used yes. that analogy. I thought it was so good to, to get that perspective of it. Um, that idea that uh, the devil uses the church yep. mm-hmm. to, to murk, you know, make mm-hmm. the waters yep. murky and, and get a Christian to think they're doing the right thing. Um, it, it's systematic deception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then he also adds, or at least Mark added in the sermon, mm-hmm. he, he adds that, well, who were the, who are his audience? Who is Paul's audience that he's speaking to in this passage? And, mm-hmm. and you go straight to the Pharisees. So who's who's the audience to us today? Mm-hmm. You know, who who's kind of this this moral good Christian who's trying to say, yes, I'm the the one up mm-hmm. here doing all the things right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. and and mm-hmm. in the background, not so much. You know, and then get and he started to allude to certain things about how you can pretend to be a Christian. Sure. Uh, you can, you know, mm-hmm. say, okay, oh, I got either baptized as a kid or I was mm-hmm. born into a Christian family or, you know, I I go to church or, yeah, I, I sign the member log as it goes down. Mm-hmm. I, I give, you know, it, all the visual external things that I think we can almost equate to the Pharisees back in the day that here we are. Are there, you know, I, I got to believe, I mean, Fellowship Bible Church is a, Bible teaching church, hmm. you know, so yeah. the audience here, hopefully, and all, even all of us listening to the podcast right here, we're, we're believers and we understand, okay, what it takes to get to heaven. But man, are there people out there hmm. that are just checking the box? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's hmm. good. It, it reminds me of, I had a class in college where the, the culture of, of the class was just get to the attendance portion of the class and then get out. So your grade isn't affected by the attendance. What would happen is a lot of kids would come to the beginning of the class, 
sign the sign-in sheet, and they get out of Dodge. Halfway through the semester, the professor says, this is ridiculous. We're going to do attendance at the end. So the first 80% of the class, there's 20 kids there. And then the last five minutes of the class, you see the kids creeping in to check off their attendance, that they were there. Nice. When they just weren't. You know what I mean? So that idea of literally checking off the box of, oh, yeah, oh, I'm doing it. I'm here. But you're playing no part in the fellowship in it. And to, to speak to that idea of, of how we're doing these things and our thinking towards, I mean, I just gave a talk with, with the Keystone, the Young Adults Group from James, talking about faith and works and, and why they're tied together and how they're tied together. Um, not about earning or attaining salvation, but demonstrating fellowship with God um, and, and just understanding the, the, the fruit that can come from that and, and the fruit that should. Uh, I think it's huge because, again, to somebody who is not a believer or not attending church, we are religious to them. I mean, that, that relationship with Jesus Christ, we go, if we attend a building, go inside a building on a Sunday morning, we're religious yep. compared to a person that doesn't do that. And so for them to understand, you know, we have the opportunity to bring them Christ. And, and I like the, the, the there's a mindset, a, a foundation here for evangelism, I think. Beware, religious sinners, beware right. as, mm-hmm. as you go out and live this stuff. So I just think that's, that's huge. Well, and another thing that, you know, he was, uh, Mark, you know, said that this is, you know, to Paul's countrymen, you know, um, being a Jew Mm. and the pride that comes with that. And as, you know, a Christian in a Christian community, we can very much take on that same mindset and, um, and just, you know, like what you were saying, just show up and be a consumer Christian. Sure. You know, we show up, we're there for the activities, but there's real no heart change of yeah. what's going on, you know, in hmm. internally um, in our lives, in our walk with the Lord. And there I was listening to a sermon a couple of days ago, and he was talking about being... Um, you know, God created us to be human beings, not human doers. Hmm. And hmm. Uh, we hit on this a little bit last night, just really uh, with our talk that we, you know, fall back into that works righteousness of doing, doing, doing that, you know, surely we're going to get credit for that, you know, right. Right. <laughs> rather what God really wants is relationship. He wants us to be the human beings um, hmm. and to know, you know, for us to know him intimately and to be walking with him um, in relationship. And that's, I mean, honestly, the heart behind this whole message of Romans is, you know, what God has done for us um, is all about that relationship um, And it's easy aspect. to get caught up in lists, right? I mm-hmm. mean, I think the Jewish people, what Paul's alluding to is that they loved the law. Mm-hmm. They loved having right. that list of things that they knew that they could do and knew they couldn't do. And how easy is it for, I mean, at least for me, to get caught up in, okay, here's my list, here's the things I've got to get done. Mm-hmm. And when you do them, oh, yeah, I'm, I got my stuff done today. Mm-hmm. I feel good about myself. You know, and what God is saying, it's not about the list. It's not, you can boast in, in the things that you do all you want, but it has nothing <laughs> to do nothing. Yeah. with your list. Because even so, there might have been things on my list that, like, I didn't put on the list that I didn't get done. And mm-hmm. I'm falling short still. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's my analogy. But sure. you know, it's yeah. my work life of yeah. trying to get something done for the day. And I can just see that just the, the, the Jews, they boast in the law. They're proud of being Jews. Mm. They're checking all the boxes. 
but here, as as Mark Carey mentioned, this is just a, just an indictment right against them. A wake up call. Just mm-hmm. going right down. Let's you know setting teeing them up. Say, oh, you you think you guys are good? Right. No, you you are not right. there. You you're setting yourself up for an impossible standard. But the problem is, it's advantageous for the sensory. You can see somebody doing something, or, or see a status, or see an advantage that they may or may not have. It has very little to do with the kingdom of God and that idea of holiness, that idea of moral beauty. And instead, it, it it's works based. Right. Um, and, and just like we want to avoid, you know, that that you know wrong theology of, of works based salvation, we don't want works based like justification and sanctification to be overwhelming the gospel in our lives because it can be very easy to turn the, you know, go through the motions and attend church to, like you said, Alicia, just to, to consume it. And that's our human um, tendency. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to take it upon ourselves. Right. We, we want to take mm. the credit. <laughs> we want to do it ourselves. Mm. And, and in any religion, any other religion of the world, there's this works-based component to it. Right. And and here you even see evangelical Christians falling into the works-based mentality mm. of either justification or even sanctification, that right. yes, we are doing these things right. for God. And right. and both bringing yourself up mm. to a level that is just not at the level that God wants you to be at. Mm. And that boast component, um, you know, only boast in the Lord. Is, yeah. is something that came out of the sermon too. Hmm. One question that he was pretty striking. Um, he asked, "Is not the purpose for righteous living to honor God?" And then he gave a quote, and I didn't write who what, who it was, but uh, he said, "Show me your redeemed life, and I might believe in your redeemer." Hmm. Um, and hmm. I thought that really hit home of like that our purpose is to honor God. Um, in our righteous living, quote, righteous mm. living. Yeah, it's huge. So to pivot into a, a, a church life response, how do we apply th- this sermon? I mean, why is it such such a problem? Because I would argue it is. You, you take out the word Jew of this passage, you put in Christian, again, just to, to help with the implementation and application of it. Why, why is it so hard? I mean, in, in my mind, I think it's because of a, a tendency for an echo chamber of, of approval and value and purpose. It's, it's in the programs you serve in, or it's, you know, we, we notice you do this. Um, and, and one thing that was huge for me from Pastor Don, who's been kind of mentoring me for a while, is he had said, like, only God knows your heart and only God's going to judge it. Your motives need to be rooted in Him, not yeah. in what anybody else yeah. thinks. Um, and, and especially even just growing up in the church, I, I, I've seen that, you know, if I, I think even for when I think of my middle school boys, when they're being ridiculous, don't do this for the approval of other people right now. We were just loud for an hour. Let's sit down and study. But that idea of what would that look like for an adult in a Christian church to, to work towards the approval or towards the status of other people because you're you're putting in a standard. Well, motivation is key. Right. I, I think. Yeah. You know, you kind of touched on that. Yeah. It's just what, you know, the motivation of the heart. Why um, are you doing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so... I heard Mark kind of shared there's obviously two people in this world, people who mm. are believers in Christ and people who aren't. Right. And the application, I think, first goes to those that aren't believers in Christ. What, mm. you know, where do you stand with him today? Mm. And that that is, that's the first and foremost thing out of this passage is you, you have to recognize you're falling short, right? Mm. Um, for me, you know, leaning towards then the believer and the application, 
instantly he well, he was sharing a story about his mother-in-law, right, Lisa Carey's mm-hmm. mother, and and I knew a bit of that story, mm-hmm. but hearing it from that perspective, from the pulpit firsthand of how last year, when she was ninety-two, after all those years of thinking that she <laughs> had put her confidence in the things that she, she did. did. Yeah. Um, to mm-hmm. now recognizing that, yeah, her only confidence is in Christ alone. And for mm-hmm. her to then, at 92, to put her faith in Christ, that was motivating to me. And that was that's something that Mark didn't even share as an application. But just the, the, the call to, to encourage all of us to go share the gospel mm-hmm. with yeah. people. You know, she's probably not listening because my grandmother is 88 and she's in Florida and she doesn't listen to this podcast. Is that what you're telling no. me? Yeah. Ah. You know, she's getting to a place where a long, long story short, she's very similar to Mark Carey's mm. mother-in-law, mm. um, kind of raised in a pseudo Catholic home and thinking that she's done stuff. Mm. So it's motivating for me, um, sure. to, yeah. to continue to encourage her to say, where do you stand? Where is mm. your confidence? Because over the years that has always been her, response hmm. is yeah i'm i'm good enough you know and and so that's one of my big applications of this passage is to get out there and just share the gospel as many times with those people that especially that hit home to me personally yeah. hmm. to know that man there's hope yeah. god god's not finished with a 92 year old lady he's definitely not right. gonna be finished with my 88 year old grandmother is not finished with yeah. anybody who's around here hmm. well and two you know with you know, all of these accusations against us is calling out our hypocrisy as Mm -hmm. Christians. And, um, you know, we, it's good, you know, previous, Mm. you know, he says it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. Mm. And God is so kind to show us uh, our sin and how we are prone to build our own kingdoms and um, do our own works and, we completely forget the promises that he has for us and him and Christ and what he's accomplished and purchased for us. And um, and so as believers, it's, you know, we to be aware of our hypocrisy hmm. um, is number one important. But two, um, to, as we reach out to those people who don't know Christ, are we coming in judgment right. or are we sh- coming in love? Because mm-hmm. Jesus, he's, he is love. Like that's how he's approached us and uh, actually sought, at, uh, sought us out is because of his love. And um, so as we interact with our grandmas or our coworkers or friends or you know, even strangers, are they sensing judgment from us mm-hmm. or right. are they sensing the heart of God in love. Well, and to speak to that, we're, we're tapping into a culture where people are continually offended by the church in America. It, it doesn't have the best representation online, you know, the loudest voices. There are vocal minorities in, in the faith that can damage the perception of it, of yeah, course. Right. Um, you know, all the signs, all the yelling, all the going to hells. It's like, oh my goodness, the work is really cut out for Christ, not for us, but we... Yeah. We pivot into, okay, we got to go do this. Um, and Mark, referring to what you said, I just think that's huge because you had that moment of, okay, now I see how this sermon is a take-home. I, I can look at my life and sure. say, wow, okay, there there that is. And so I, I think as far as application of this sermon in particular, if we're vigorously note-taking and highlighting in our Bible 
just so we go home and close it for a week. I mean, what's the point of highlighting verses mm-hmm. in the Bible? Right. To find them right. easier so the eye's drawn to them when you hit the page. Use it. Right. Let the scripture come to life a little bit. And and then this is something we've mentioned on the, the podcast too before, but fight the, the intellectual standard of, of our church's ability to study the Bible and understand it is huge. But for all of us to be motivated, like Alicia said, by what Jesus did, to actually go out and, and let it be done. To be doers of the word. Right, and not right. just hearers. Exactly, yeah. yeah. In response to what, what Christ has done. And so that idea of never forget the gospel, uh, I think what, what saved us once spiritually can save us every day practically. Realize, and it goes back to what you're saying, motivation too. Right. Of, you know, all through the power of the Spirit mm-hmm. is going to be how we're going to be empowered to go live this godly life mm-hmm. and to go live out the commands that he's called us to live, you know, instead of out of a desire of, okay, I'm going to try to go please God, or I'm going to try to look the part, or I'm going to sure. try to, you know, at least go pave the way for other people around me to, to see the gospel. No, it, it's the motivation of the heart is because, oh yeah, I, to glorify God, Mark shared that, yeah. and, a, and a call to serve him, yeah. and that's an aspect of worship, of yeah. response mm-hmm. to what he's done for us and mm-hmm. who he is. And, and so to go live your life during the course of the week um, only should be an outflow of an understanding and knowledge of who he is mm. um, because we are in the word, because we, not just because we just check the box to right. go to church on Sunday, right. but that we're really understanding it, taking mm. it to heart. And, and so that, that to me is another great application um, for a believer of this passage that, yeah, we, we have the power of the Holy Spirit to go mm. empower us to do those things that, yeah, we have been called to do out of the proper yeah. motivation, out of the proper understanding of who God is. Yeah. Mm. It's huge. Yeah. Freedom from the law allows us to appreciate it a little bit more because Christ did it. Christ met that standard, and, and we cannot, we will not ever. And that's where Romans is going. Right. And that's that's right. the beauty. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can jump the gun a little bit right. to the hope. Yeah. And it'll be good to, to get there as we can, you know, he's he's always said, we got to, to get to Romans 4, 5, and 6, you've got to read through 1, 2, and 3, and it's, you know. The indictments have yeah. to keep It's coming. a one-two punch. Yeah. Of course. But of course it is. <laughs> that's how Christians grow. It, yeah. Check yourself before you wreck other people. I think that's huge. Or yourself. Um, well, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, Mark, obviously, <laughs> right? On. Obviously, that's the expression. But then it's like pivoting to other people. That's where I was heading with it. Okay, whatever, good. You know what I mean? Whatever. This is his last time on the pod. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, anything else stand out before uh, I jump into a little bit of an outro here? Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's really important to – a good reflection question can be, am I living as if the cross wasn't enough? Mm-hmm. For me, that's been huge because I, I find myself in interactions or conflicts or whatever and think – I'm uh, right now. I'm totally living as if the cross wasn't enough. And it's a, it's got to be offensive. Part of me looks up and goes, oh, "I'm so sorry." Like I, 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 I know better. I know better. But it, you, you slip into it. So I think that's a. Well, my big takeaway. I mean, we're still in Romans two. Yes, we're yeah. talking about other concepts, but mm. that all are sinners. Yeah. I mean, that is that's the the mm. big takeaway that no one can measure up. Mm. Everyone falls short. You know, there's a story that I've, I've read years ago that, you know, okay, if the standard is um, to get to heaven, you have to, from earth here, from the ground, mm. you have to touch the moon. You have to jump, mm. right? Okay, and who's the biggest high jumper in the world today? Right. You know, how tall? Okay, they can maybe 
jump <laughs> and they can dunk a basketball and look great and everything. Right. But they're if they're trying to touch the moon, how short are they falling? And here we are in our human standards. We're looking at that person, man. That person's better than me. Or oh yeah, I can jump. I can touch. Right. The, I can touch the net. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Mm. No, we are still just so short mm. of the glory of God that that to me is the big takeaway. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Um and I just think, you know, the last verse there in the section, he's, you know, he talks about it as a matter of the heart and it's mm. by the spirit. And mm. um there is that relational aspect that God just desires us to have mm. with him and to walk with him and be to be walking in the spirit and um when we you know the second we start to walk in the flesh it goes bad yeah, <laughs> really right. quickly um so um just being aware of you know we are all in the same boat um and we are all in need of a savior right mm. and um yeah, so yeah. God works in our heart by the Spirit, and it's huge. He's good. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think you guys nailed it. I mean, awareness leads to action in my mind. If we know Scripture, we'll be able to— Scripture does a very good job of showing us yellow flags and red flags because we think, wait a minute, biblically speaking, something's right. off here. Right. And so it's a very good way to, to get in check and get in step with the Spirit, but that's huge. Um Thank you guys so much for being a part of the podcast. Again, you can find us online and even at the Fellowship Family Facebook page. Um, there's a couple other podcasts as well you guys can find. Um, be on the lookout for a baptism service Sunday, February 23rd at 6. Uh, I actually don't know if there's anything else. Specific. I'll be there. Yeah. Really? Sure. Cool. Absolutely. You want to sit together? Yeah. You yeah. want to sing some songs? <laughs> wait. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I don't want to sit next to you then. But, uh, <laughs> if I started singing, I'd be pointing people away from Christ, not towards them. But... Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, I don't know of anything else on the calendar between now and next Tuesday. For the focus, the next big event coming up is February 26th, where we're actually going to be answering a lot of the that's questions right. that have been yes. coming in yep. for um, for just identity and sexuality. Mm. And so there are a lot of questions that we didn't get to with Christopher Yuong. A sure. lot of questions got submitted on that day for his seminar, mm. and we're going to be tackling the rest of those questions. So yeah. if you put one in or if you have one, I would strongly suggest you come out for that adult panel on a Wednesday night. So come here, drop your kids off, come upstairs in the main auditorium yeah. and uh, and sit and let's just discuss because awesome. that's going to be a, a big time there. Sweet. And Hannah and I will be doing the exact same thing with the youth group students. They'll have a little bit of a, a time later. downstairs. Yeah. And so um, really good opportunity. Again, uh, the idea there is Wednesday the 26th, everybody can show out to the church. There'll yep. be a Q&A panel for parents upstairs. We'll have the kids downstairs and then following um, yeah, and the Q&As have just been huge. Even to see the kids, the way they're asking mm -hmm. these questions, putting them in the yeah. box. It's anonymous, it's comfortable, and it's relevant. Good. It's huge. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't forget you guys can obviously be a part of the church beyond Sunday. Uh, that, that exists for our Monday through Saturday, so the opportunity to fellowship together is huge. Uh, the fact of the matter, Mark and Alicia, is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love and God bless.